what's going on guys and you're listening to the morgue and we have a few brutal stories coming up so sit back and enjoy because you are listening to the morgue speaking of shivers down your spine robert andrew Budella is one killer who'll keep you up at night sweating over the horrendous acts he inflicted upon others known as one of the most evil killers of modern era Burdella tortured and killed at least six victims but has since been linked to at least 20. his first victim was a 19 year old jerry howell Burdella lured him to his basement and brutally tortured him before hanging him up from the hooks of his basement. As Jerry's body was hanging upside down, Bodella cut his throat and the other arterial veins in order to drain the blood from the corpse. A day later, he returned to his basement and used a chainsaw and knives to dismember the body. On June 23rd, 1987, Kansas-based serial killer Robert Andrew Burdella Jr. dragged a sedated 20-year-old Larry Wayne Pearson into his basement. He would then violently torture Pearson for the next six weeks before beheading and dissecting his remains. In August of 1987, Pearson was one of the six victims to fall foul of one of the eviest killers in modern era. Budella was the eldest son of a deeply religious family. His father was of Italian descent, raised in Ohio. He was sent on religious education courses and attended the local church for mass. During his childhood, he was afflicted to various impediments saw him bullied in school and beaten by his father. When he was young, his father rarely allowed him to socialise outside of religious ceremonies and family cause. As such, Budella became a loner and was known to have been socially awkward. When he was five years old, he was diagnosed with a near-sightiness that had to wear thick-rimmed glasses combined with a speech impediment he withdrew from society at an early age in doing so Bedella didn't follow in his younger brother's footsteps and took up sport instead becoming lethargic and gaining weight because of this lethargy his father would often compare him to his younger brother belittling him for not being like his older son. Although Budella's father abused his children, he would pay particular attention to his elder son. He's emotionally and physically abused them, sometimes beating them with a leather belt. As he reached his teenage years, Budella became confused about his sexuality, which he kept to himself. He finally came out as gay in his late teens. On Christmas Day 1965, when Bodella 
was 16 years old. His 39-year-old father died of a heart attack whilst at home. Bedella turned to religion in hope that faith would somehow see him through what he described as a difficult time. Regardless of his father's abuse towards him, when he didn't find what he needed, he began reading up on other religious. I soon started to lose faith in what he had been taught as a youngster. Around the same time, he turned to his withdrawal into a mask of exaggerated confidence. It became difficult to be around due to his nude rudeness and attitude towards others. In the case of Bodella, it was one of the first known incidents of a movie directly impacting the thought processes of someone who had the potential to kill and would go on to kill. The plot of The Collector is about a man who abducts women and holds them captive in his basement. It is, it is a direct correlation to the exact process used by Budella in his future murders, except that he chose men instead of women. Two years later, in 1967, Budella moved to Kansas and went to the Kansas City Art Institute, where he was known to have become a promising student. But things quickly took a turn for the worst. After falling in with a drug hold, he started to abuse drugs and alcohol and even began dealing to other students. Some serial killers torture small animals in their childhood years due to be able to overpower small animals where they can't overpower human abusers or carers. Budella started late and used art as an excuse for torturing animals. As part of his art, he used sedatives on a dog to see the effects, then tortured and cooked a duck in front of other students for art. After that, he left the institute after widespread condemnation. He was arrested a few months later in possession of marijuana and LSD. It is unclear whether the LSD was the type known as orange sunshine acid, which is the type that Charles Manson and other known criminals went to use. He stayed in Kansas and moved into the now infamous 4315 Charlotte Street in the Hyde Park area of Kansas City. He enjoyed using male prostitutes and spent a lot of time in gay bars in the city, openly taking part in casual sexual encounters with other men. He would spend time with drug addicts and homeless people, and gain their trust by playing them with drugs. Ever since his teens, he took pleasure in and saw the benefits of becoming pen pals with other people. He then wrote letters to people all, all over the world, including Vietnam and Burma, two countries that were very much off-limits to the Western world at the time. In return, he would receive photos of ancient sites and small items from those countries, and so his collection began to grow. In disregarding mainstream religion, he had developed a belief 
and understanding in alternative religions and occult magic, this would lead him to opening a rather unique shop in 1982. Opened a booth at the Westport Flea Market called Bob's Bazaar Bazaar. Bob's Bazaar Bazaar was an antique and curiosity shop. It sold things like primitive art, Asian artifacts and jewellery. He subsided his earnings by stealing items for his booth and then started taking lodgers at his home. He became friends with the son of one of his fellow booth operators, Jerry Howell. When Jerry was 19 years old, on July 5th, 1984, he became Berdella's first victim. Berdella promised to give him a lift to a dance contest contest but instead drugged him with hairy sedatives took him home and tied him to his bed over the next 24 hours Burdella raped and tortured and beat Jerry he died after the drugs stopped his heart and he gagged on his own vomit Burdella then dragged the body to the basement to try and resuscitate him but instead he suspended the body from the feet. As Jerry's body was hanging upside down, Burdella cut his throat and other arterials veins. In order to drain the blood from the corpse a day later, he returned to his basement and used a chainsaw and knives to dismember the body. He wrapped them in newspapers and put them in several trash bags which were collected shortly after and taken to the landfill. We know all this in such detail because Budella has been keeping extremely elaborate notes and photographs of his victims and other assaults. His known detailed each individual act of torture and abuse and outlined the intense physical and mental satisfaction that he took from carrying out the murders in a such way. He killed another four young men after Howell. His final victim was on June 23rd, 1987. Larry Wayne Pearson was initially one of Burdella's lodgers and Burdella hadn't planned on killing him. After he bailed Pearson out of jail, he made a crude remark about gay men and Burdella saw red. Burdella dragged him into the basement where the horror began for the following six weeks until August 5th when he finally killed him. Pearson was tortured and abused in the most horrific of fashions. He would get injected with a draining cleaner and had piano wire tightening around his wrist which caused nerve damage. Rodella broke one of Pearson's hands with an iron bar and electrocutionized him in an electric transformer. He kept Pearson in various states of sedation and moved him around the house, including the second bedroom where he would rape and abuse him further. Towards the end, Pearson summoned the energy to bite Rodella's penis during a session and forced 
Ferretiero Budera then beat him to death and later dismembered him in the basement. He stored Pearson's head in the freezer before buying, burying him in the backyard. Although Pearson was his last murder, another victim escaped his clutches in 1988. A 20-year-old Christopher Brayson managed to escape from the house. He jumped from the second floor window and was wearing nothing except a dog collar around his neck. He broke his foot when he jumped but managed to call out for help. Someone heard him and called the police and Brudella was subsequently arrested. 334 Polaroid images and 34 snapshot prints were found in the apartment when it was all searched. There was a possible link with a total of 20 murders, but only six could be verified using his notes and confession. Brudella was sentenced to life in prison without parole. He died of a heart failure on October the 8th, 1992, while incarcerated at Missouri State Penitentiary. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this strange case of Brudella. Thank you very much for making the first episode possible. And if you could, share it to your friends, share it yourself, share it across, subscribe and leave a like. Thank you very much and stay tuned. You're listening to The Morgue.